Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feisty Mermaids, the podcast where we unleash the power of the mermaid within. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today's topic, we're going to talk about learning how to quiet your mind. And I know in previous podcasts, I've talked about meditation and the power of being able to sit alone with your thoughts. And I have also got a blog that's posted on feistymermaids.com about this. But the story that I want to share with you today is how I personally learned how to meditate and the situation that led me to actually um, needing to engage in this kind of practice. So I was given an incredible opportunity a while back to speak at a conference in Vancouver in Canada. And I feel that I'm naturally quite a natural speaker, like public speaking, it's something that I've always enjoyed. And that just kind of comes to me a bit naturally. So I was really excited about the opportunity. And I prepared very diligently. And I really knew my topic inside out, I felt that I was ready to do this. I was on the agenda with some pretty heavy hitters, including a former aide to the Prince of Wales, which was quite exciting. It's always great to get some of that royal um, drama behind the scenes. But I was very confident, though, even though, again, these were some very renowned speakers, I was confident that I knew what I was talking about, that I would have a good presentation. And I knew that this was a natural next step in my career aspirations. Emotionally, it had been about a year since I'd gone through a very tough divorce, which I've talked about before, and there were still a lot of adjustments that were taking place. But I delivered my presentation, and it was went really well, and I got some extremely positive reviews, which is always a nice thing. And that evening, I went out with some of the other speakers to kind of celebrate and wrap up the day. Once I returned to the hotel, though, I checked my emails and I started to see email after email from my ex. And he was bombarding me with accusations and really making me feel like I was a lousy mother. So that started to send me into a bit of a panic mode. And I started to build up stories in my head about the different things that were happening. And I started to really feel anxiety and fear, and it became extremely uncontrollable. And I knew that I was having a panic attack. I had read extensively about panic attacks. And having been a social worker for many years, I knew the signs and what were some of the things that the panic attacks did to a lot of my clients. And I knew that it could be quite debilitating and even devastating at times. So here I was, miles away from home, with no support system near me. And I was in a time zone that really kind of made it a bit prohibitive for me to reach out. And I also didn't want to worry my friends and family by calling. You guys have heard me talk in other podcasts before about how difficult it is to ask for help sometimes. And I felt that I was in that situation. I just didn't want to worry anyone because there really wasn't much people could do from so far away. So I frantically tried to figure out what to do. And I reached for my phone. I opened Spotify and I just typed in and searched for meditation. I found a gratitude meditation from Kenneth Soares, 
who I now follow, and I've become a very big fan of his work. I'll make sure that I place a link to his YouTube page from uh, feistymermaids.com and from the blog as well. So definitely check him out. But his 15-minute guided meditation gave me something to focus on other than the negative thoughts that I was experiencing at that moment after opening those emails. I felt my blood pressure calm down, and I started to think about the things that were going well in my life instead of focusing on that negativity. Just, I was being thankful just for the small things, even for that moment, and the fact that I was living and the fact that I was breathing. So from that day on, I started to practice guided meditations a few times a day. And it's from different content. Sometimes I go on YouTube, sometimes I go on Spotify, and then other times I use the Calm app, which is great if you're on the go. And I can tell you that my life has absolutely changed. Meditation helps me to no longer get anxious and fearful about the future And it also helps me to minimize the feelings of regret and guilt that we all so often have about the past. I'm learning to identify the feelings that may arise and to be mindful of my thoughts. And I'm learning to see things really for what they are and not what I think they ought to be, which a lot of times creates more negativity, right? So I started to look at some research and really look at some articles that were out there about the benefits of mindfulness and meditation. And having practiced yoga for more than 15 years, I've always heard instructors talk about the powers of meditation and how if you incorporate them into your yoga practice, it can be a very powerful thing. But as I mentioned, I always thought that meditation was something that the gurus did, something that people that were so in touch with themselves and, uh, you know, being one with the universe would do. I didn't think that it was something that the average person could do, but I was completely wrong. So I did a little bit of research on the topic, and indeed, some Harvard researchers have found that there's a lot more research out there about meditation and mindfulness. In the late 1990s, they state that there was only one research study that talked about meditation. Whereas if you fast forward to 2013 to 2015, there have actually been more than 200 research studies uh, that have been published on the meditation topic. Now, one thing to point out is that some studies are really too small to be statistically significant. So I think when you're reading this information, you always have to take things with a grain of salt, like we say, right? But overall, it is undeniable that the benefits of meditation and mindfulness are really there. Another thing that I did is I visited mindful.org. And it's a magazine and community that's dedicated to sharing the gifts of mindfulness. So they actually sifted through all of this research, and they found several areas where meditation is absolutely a benefit. I'll make sure that I post a link on my blog, and here are my four takeaways and based on my personal experience. Number one, meditation sharpens your attention. 
I've definitely seen a tremendous increase in my focus for every task that I engage in ever since I started to meditate on a regular basis. And because I've seen these benefits, I actually encouraged a friend recently who wanted and was considering taking medication because he thought he was maybe ADHD, that he couldn't focus on studying. So I encouraged him. I said, why don't you try meditation as something that you could do and see if it helps? Now, I don't think the idea was very well received. And that's one thing that I'm noticing is that as I recommend meditation to other people, they may not be there on their journey. And maybe it's just something that's not going to fit in with what they want to accomplish. The second thing that the researchers found is that meditation increases resilience and improves mental health. And I've definitely noticed that things that once bothered me or would send me into a negative emotional state, now they seem to just flow. I'm able to pause, feel, and not necessarily react. I take situations as they come, and I just don't allow a feeling to become an emotion and to take over. And I think a beautiful way that this is put together is in the Disney film Inside Out. And it's a great film to show how an emotion can completely take over and cause that reaction. And I've definitely used this movie with my daughter to help her understand some of those emotions and be more mindful of what she's feeling and what she's thinking. The third thing that the researchers uh, point is that meditation has a positive impact on relationships. And again, going back to my daughter, one of the things that I've started to do is try to teach her to meditate with me. Now, as you can imagine, I was completely met with a lot of resistance initially from a six-year-old about wanting to meditate. But this is something that we've just incorporated as part of our bedtime routine. And now she actually asks for it. If we don't have time to meditate or we haven't done it, she'll say, Mom, it's a time for meditation. I notice that we're both calmer and more relaxed and able to really be more wholehearted towards each other. The fourth thing that the researchers found is that meditation reduces biases. And meditation has taught me to really be less judgmental towards other people and situations. It's taught me that I don't know the whole story, and therefore I should not make assumptions and create negative thoughts in my head. I've learned that we each have a path and that I don't have to agree or disagree with people's choices or decision. I simply just need to let them be. And the fifth thing the researchers point out that I can relate to with meditation is that it increases compassion. I really have seen how meditation has helped me to see the beauty in everyone, in myself and in others, to see that light in myself and in others. And it's helped me to be more kind, forgiving, and to honor that we're all on different journeys. It's helped me to have a different lens on life by believing that people are coming from a good place, even if it may not seem like it. So the night that I almost had a breakdown so far away when I was doing that conference in Vancouver actually taught me a very, very valuable lesson. Now I see that I am the one that has the power to live the life that I want to. 
And it all comes down to your thoughts and in turn, your emotions, because I can choose these thoughts, which can then drive those emotions and reactions that I would have to any situation. So for me, meditation is the tool that has helped me to find that center and to find that peace. And based on the feedback from my listeners and my readers, I can see that I'm not alone on that journey. So I'll leave you with this quote. And it says, quiet the mind and the soul will speak. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear from you and what your journey with meditation has been. Or if you're thinking about starting a meditation practice, let me know. You can connect with me on social media at Feisty Mermaids on most social media channels. And also you can visit the website feistymermaids.com. See you next time.